This is Prep Spotlight on 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. Heading guard for the win of the title. Yes! Yes! He hit it! He hit it! And Hillsborough, Chaco Valley are the state champions. Can you believe it? Chase Miller and Brad Anderson will give you the lowdown on high school athletics up and down the Red River Valley. Vikings headed to the north end zone. It's second and goal from the six-yard line. Lingen back to throw. Fade route, left side, end zone. Benson, got it. Touchdown, Vikings. They're looking for the deep ball down the middle. One-handed grab. Oh, it's Little who plays big for a 35-yard touchdown. This is Prep Spotlight. Y'all ready for this? And a good Wednesday goes out to you and yours. This is Prep Spotlight with Chase Miller and Brad Anderson following the UND Coaches Show here on 740 The Fan. Hope the middle of the week is treating you right as you get ready for a Friday night delight. And we'll have one for you right here on The Fan with West Fargo and the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs. The Packers are number one ranked in the state in Class 3A. The Mustangs are number four. We'll hear from both head coaches in Jeremy Newton from West Fargo Cheyenne and Jay Gibson, the legendary Jay Gibson for the West Fargo Packers a little bit later on in the show. But we digress from there. And, Brad, let's get right into some matchups here as we have a little bit more of a guest-heavy show uh, in episode number two or edition number two but some games that kind of caught your eye maybe this past weekend that you're looking forward to seeing if some teams can come back uh, this weekend across the state of minnesota and uh, north dakota brad well in north dakota obviously in 3a west fargo and cheyenne's going to be the big one we'll talk about that uh in uh, in detail but a couple of others that really stand out bismarck at minot out west is interesting uh minot losing to west fargo as did bismarck and uh We'll see how the demons respond because that was a, that was a drubbing they took last week, and they haven't taken too many of those over the years with uh, with Mark Gibson as, as uh, head coach. So that's a, that's an early season one that stands out. Davies at North, you know, North two and zero off to a good start, two and zero for the first time in a while. Davies zero and two, but they've played some some very good opponents. I, I think that's a key one that. Uh, if North, I think, is going to try and prove they're for real, they got to try and make a statement against against Davies. South two and zero got a nice win in overtime over Mandan at Red River. That's a that's an intriguing one as well. We'll see if uh, they can move uh, they can move to three and zero. They had a couple of nice wins there, and uh, you look at two way uh, Wapiton playing very well, and they're going to get a serious test after you know wins over Central Cass and Turtle Mountain, and uh, they'll get. Uh, We'll get to try to slay the champs out in Bismarck. And again, 2A, every game matters in 2A oh, yeah. this year. You know, there, there's no non-conference games like there is in, in, in Class 3A. It's the first weekend of either the WDA or the EDC. You know, some nine-man and, and Class A schools as well. They've had a re- out-of-region game or two before they get into region play. All these 2A games, they they are tallied and some for, for them. And, and how about Wapinson? Probably a team, a lot of people, Brad, that weren't expecting to be, you know, where they are right now with, mm-hmm. uh, not to say that they wouldn't beat Central Cast or Toronto Mountain, but in which and route the fashion that they beat both of them. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, and they, uh, you know, they struggled. They they had to play a lot of guys, a lot of young guys the last couple of years, a lot of freshmen and sophomores, and I think that's the fact that they, you know, they had to take their lumps a little bit probably helped them in the long run, and, and for those guys, this is kind of their last chance to make a run, and it's a pretty proud program down there. They've been out of the postseason here for two, three years, and uh, this game comes at really at an ideal time. It's a, it's a, I think it's a really good test at, a, at the ideal time, you know, win or lose for them. And then from that point, a team that's a number two in Class 2A, Fargo Shanley, has to make that long trek out west to Watford City. You and I have talked about this before. You just never know what's going to happen. Fargo South started the year in Williston. Same thing. You, you just feel like you want to come away with the win. 
enjoy that long bus ride back home. It might go a little shorter than with a loss. And talking with coaches, and that was one thing I mentioned off the air with Troy Matter last week in the show, is like, how do you you know prepare for that? And he says, you try and take a couple breaks here and there, let the guys kind of, I've been involved with that too, where I've traveled with teams where they, you know, they'll get out and stretch for a little bit and go walk around for 10, 15 minutes and then get back on. And yeah, you just never, you just don't know until you throw it out there and, and, you know, certain, certain teams, certain coaches try different strategies and, and sometimes it takes a quarter or two and you hope that uh, you get through that. Okay. And hopefully your talent takes over from there. Okay, Brad, we got about a minute or two left here before we got to get to a break and get to coach uh, Jeremy Newton from the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs on first. And later on the show, we'll get uh, head coach for the West Fargo Packers, Jay Gibson. So about the two-minute or one-minute drill here for some games that you're looking forward to seeing just to kind of see what what rankings will happen in terms of the Minnesota or also Class A or Nyman here in North Dakota, Brad. Uh, I tell you what, Minnesota, a couple of ones that stand out. Spuds will be uh, at home, Sock Rapids Rice. You know, Moore had a tough game with Elk River and really played them head-to-head, went back and forth and we'll see how they respond there uh dgf at east grand forks both had tough losses last week east grand lost to, to crookston uh dgf kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit by barnesville that's going to be interesting to see uh how that goes uh one and nine man i think that stands out the most hankinson at mayport cg uh mayport cg lost a tough one to richland last week i think they and the pirates are very balanced and that region's wide open so you know these head-to-head matchups like that are so key and We'll see if the Pirates can go up to Mayville State and get a win. It'll be a lot of fun. Again, this is Prep Spotlight here, our second edition on 740 The Fan. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're, we're going to highlight the game that on West Fargo is going to be rocking. It's going to be rolling. It's the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs, who are 1-1 one one on the season, ranked fourth in the state in Class 3A, hosting the number one ranked team in Class 3A, and that's the West Fargo Packers, who are 2-0 and on the year. We're going to hear from the Mustangs sign, and that's head coach Jeremy Newton when Prep Spotlight returns here on 740 The Fan with Chase Miller and Brad Anderson. It's Prep Spotlight here on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. As we highlight our game of the week, going to happen a couple nights from now on Friday night. West Fargo against West Fargo Cheyenne, number one against number four in the state. Kickoff at 7 o'clock at West Fargo Cheyenne High School. Chase Miller, Brad Anderson with you. And we bring in now on the phone line, that's the head coach of the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs. That's Jeremy Newton. And uh, coach, let's go over your first couple of games. You knock off the defending state champs in Bismarck Century at home to start the year, 16-14. to And then you go to Bismarck and go up against the Sabres, another top five team in the state. And that was a a shootout just came up a little bit short, 44-42. to 42. What did you learn about your team in the first two games here, Coach Newton? You know, we learned that we can compete with anyone. We've had a couple of uh, nail biters, and they've been really fun and, and uh, you know, character-building type of games. And we were on the, each side of the winning and the losing. So, you know, we've handled the adversity, I think, fairly well. And hopefully we can use it going forward. Two weeks were uh... – Two, very good competition from out west and two different type of, uh, type of games. A lower scoring game that came down to a missed field goal late and then what turned out to be a shootout last week out in Bismarck against Legacy. It's just uh, just odd to have that in uh, consecutive weeks. It is. You know, when you play caliber teams like that and, you know, those things sometimes happen. Yeah, I'm not sure why we just uh, defensively didn't come to play last Friday, but, uh, you know, we still had our chances. We were up two scores late in the third quarter and then fumbled and, and, you know, just kind of couldn't hold on from that point on. So it was, uh, you know, it just, it just kind of, I like the way our team competes and whatever it takes to, to come up to the atmosphere and, and compete the best they can. They're just going to do what they can. Take a look at that. And, and obviously probably some, you know, some lessons learned and, and you're kind of making the, 
the progression into this program, and that's that's probably one thing that uh, maybe the guys learned from last week at, uh, out of the high of a win over Century, and uh, you still have to come to play, and you still got mistakes at the wrong time are going to cost you. Yeah, no, especially in three A right now, it's it's all pretty salty. There's a lot of good teams in it, and every week you you're really going to have to bring it. So you know, we just have to learn from that, and and hopefully we can you know achieve at the highest level every week. We're talking with West Fargo Cheyenne head football coach Jeremy Newton again. They host the West Fargo Packers on Friday night at seven o'clock. And let's go over a couple of your players who have stood out so far. And obviously, when you look on the stat sheet, uh, Jason Golrep definitely stands out with the number of carries he has gotten on the season, also touchdowns. What does he do for your offense here, coach? You know, it runs through him, and that's kind of that's how it is. And he's he's used to it, and he he likes it, and he thrives off. And you know, the guys do too. So they really try to block for him and. And uh, when he gets the football, he runs hard and he does things, uh, does great things for us. So, you know, that's a big part of our offense. Taking a look at your uh, your offensive line here, and you're kind of to the point now where when you first started, it was a lot of sophomores and juniors and you were in, there was a lot of inexperience. That's not the case now. You've got some guys that have, uh, have been on the line here uh, the last year or two. Yeah, you know, it is. It's, it's been nice to have, you know, some juniors and seniors. We don't quite have as many seniors still as some of the other teams in their starting lineups, but we definitely have juniors and seniors rather than sophomores and juniors and seniors. So, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have a little experience coming back, and, and this is a good unit we have on the offensive line. Uh, Parker Sander, a junior at quarterback, uh, rate his first two games. You know, I thought he's made a lot of very good decisions. He's very good decisions. He's a sound quarterback. He uh, he he throws a catchable ball and he reads the option right. So, I mean. You know, that's really all you can ask out of your quarterback. And as you take a look at the Eastern Dakota Conference play, you started off with West Fargo, a team, again, what they did last year in the EDC. They've started off the season with two wins on the road against Monet. Then they come home and they shut out Bismarck High. So what are you looking for to Friday night in terms of what's kind of a early game plan here that you have to execute well against the Packers on, on Friday, Coach Newton? You know, we got to contain, we got to contain their athletes. They have a lot of athletes and they have good team speed and, you know that's a, that's a big thing for us. We got to try and contain him. That Gravdal kid is an exceptional quarterback and a great athlete, and he's uh, he's very difficult to stop. Does this week have a different feel to it because it is a crosstown team in terms of the West Fargo Packers? I know uh, the rivalry with all the sports there is 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 slowly growing every year. That West Fargo Shan is a high school with the West Fargo Packers, but does this week feel a little bit different to the kids and to the to the teachers and alongside the players that are on this compared to playing up against a, a Bismarck Century or Fargo North or someone else in this state, Coach? Well, maybe, you know, I mean, but you know, it is a rivalry in a lot of sports, but honestly in football, we've gotten our butts kicked three years in a row. So until we make a game of it, it's really not, you know, it's not even a really a rivalry until that happens. So we'll see what happens. With that as well, what has been the last two, three years, what has been the, I guess, the glaring things that have, uh, that have been the difference between you guys and West Fargo? I feel like they've just wanted it more. They, they've, they've come to play and, and, and they've kind of, bullied us around a little bit and said, Hey, we're just more better than you. We're West Fargo. And who are you? And, and our guys have not responded yet. So until we respond to, to that, we're going to, we're going to struggle against them. Just a minute or two left here again with Jeremy Newton, head coach of the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs. Again, we mentioned it. It's the EDC kickoff for both teams. So what's the importance here, um, coach, to get a W, try to get out on the right foot as you have games with Fargo Davies and Fargo North looming around the corner. Yeah, it doesn't get a lot easier. So, you know, we got to try and get wins and we can get them. It's a very good and even conference this year, and so we really need to focus on trying to get some W's and hopefully get back into the playoffs. Progression of this program, I mean, last year got into the playoffs. She got a home game, and obviously is is 
with this group is trying to make that next step is uh, to, you know, to get there, maybe get a game at home, win a playoff game and go from there. I'd imagine you're, you're trying to, you're trying to go another step on the ladder in the program, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. You know, our, our goal is, you know, do as well as we can in the EDC and hopefully be there, you know, as, as October turns into November, that's, that's going to be a goal of ours. And I'm sure it is with everyone else's, but you know, that's a, that's a focal point for us. And yeah, we want to try and take another step with our program. Coach Newton, we thank you so much for your time. Best of luck on Friday night as you guys host the Packers. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. That's head football coach the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs, Jeremy Newton and uh, Brad. Just a couple pointers going into the game. We'll have a for you right here on 740 The Fan on Friday night. We'll hear from Jay Gibson in our next segment. But if you look at it from the sunglasses or the glasses of a Mustang fan, what do they have to do well? And you heard Coach Newton kind of say it. They've gotten their butt kicked a couple of times against the Packers. What do they have to do to make this into the fourth quarter and try to come out with the win? I think they got to hit them in the mouth early. I mean, it seems like they they've gotten pushed around a little bit, and maybe it's maybe it's physically, but it's maybe up here a little bit, up between the ears a little bit. And if they they could race out and get a touchdown early, they've gotten shut out the last two years. And I mean, if you get behind the eight ball, seven nothing, fourteen nothing. I mean, the ball got rolling for West Fargo last week against uh, against Bismarck and. Kind of the same thing too. I think it, it's uh, it, it might be in their heads a little bit. If you can if you can start fast, if you can fire the first shot, gets everybody believing. You get your home crowd involved. It all goes and really uh, kind of bubbles over from there. I think it's going to be close to a sellout crowd. You might need to. to well, maybe uh, everybody in you, West Fargo is going to be. You might there, need yeah. to be on people's shoulders by the time <laughs> kickoff starts over in West Fargo, which is great. That's what you want for high school athletics at any level, at any sport, is to pack the gym, pack the football field, and make it a fun environment for the players and the coaches on the field. We're going to take a quick time out here on Prep Spotlight. When we come back, we'll hear from the other side. That is Jay Gibson and the head coach of the West Fargo Packers. They are 2 0 on the year, they're the number one team in the state. Can that continue against the West Fargo Cheyenne Mustangs on Friday night? We'll hear from Jay Gibson next on Prep Spotlight on 740 The Fan. Welcome back to Prep Spotlight here on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. We just heard from West Fargo Cheyenne head coach, and that is Jeremy Newton. Now we go to the opposite end of the field and hear from their opponent in the West Fargo Packers, and that's head coach Jay Gibson. The Packers have started the season 2-0 so far on the year, and they have the number one ranking in the state of North Dakota in Class 3A. And Coach Gibson, let's start there. You had a nice win in Minot, 36-20. You come home and you shut out the Bismarck High Demons, 41-zip. Uh, what have you made of your team in the first two weeks here, Coach? Well, I'm pretty impressed. Um, I know Bismarck didn't have a very good game. They played much better the week before. They had a couple of drops, and they had a drop in the end zone, and they threw an interception when they were on the five. It's all because our team played so well. We haven't had that lopsided a score with Bismarck ever. Uh, they're a tremendous team. So, you know, the guys are working real hard. Um, it's a real straightforward, business-like group. They ask questions in practice. We explain the game plan, and they they enjoy trying to execute it. And the first two weeks, they've they've uh, gone beyond my expectations. They played really well. I was impressed watching uh, really the game with Minot because early on they uh, they they struck and had the lead a couple of different times, and it seemed like both times, especially the especially late in the second quarter, early into the second half, Jay, it seems like your guys responded and. You talked about business, like they just they just kind of went after it and just did their jobs, did their assignments. Yeah, they and and it got settled in a little bit. We only have six starters returning, so you always worry about that early in the season. You've got a bunch of newcomers, and they got to get their feet wet, and they need the experience. But even in that game, it seemed like they gained experience from about the first three possessions. The other thing that happened, which was 
was pretty fun to watch is we threw the ball an awful lot, much more than we typically do. Uh, and Andy, our quarterback, by the mid to end of the third quarter, they were guys were tired. And then we weren't. So then we started to run the ball pretty well in the fourth quarter. So uh, it was kind of interesting. They, you know, their game plan was to just pin their ears back and go get Andy, but he's pretty quick. And then we have a numerous amount of receivers that can catch the ball. So we don't have, you know, we're not a typical team, high school team, where you maybe have a star receiver and maybe you even have a second receiver. We're about five guys that can catch the ball. And that's, uh, it's a, pretty nice thing when your quarterback throws it as well as Andy does. Yeah, he does. Uh, the, I think the one uh, one throw he made, uh, kind of just dro- again, dropping it in the bucket to Pistorius. And yeah, you talked about uh, throwing the ball like, 54 times in two games. That's uh, that's not what I, I recall from the Packers. But and you've got Pistorius, a terrific athlete. Tanner Cepeda is a guy that I know has, has been a return guy, you know, been a return man. It can certainly do some things for you. And it's just, have you kind of had to not having a back, say, like a Chase Tyken like you had the last couple of years and just kind of just fitting your offense to your strengths? Well, you always do that as a coach, or you'd like to think that you do that. <laughs> if you're so stubborn and you're going to undouble tight when you end, you're probably not, you know, doing a service to your team. But you're definitely trying to throw the ball more than normal. But, you know, and Chase was at our game. I gave him a big hug. Gee, he looks good. He's at Northern. Uh, wonderful. He's been our running back for two years, and I think he's the leading scorer in school history, even more points than Tyler Roll. But even though he's gone, um, Alex Sell and Jared Franick, they're rotating time, and they're doing really well. And so it's been a pleasant surprise for me because uh, we lost four starters in the O-line. Three of them were All-State. I mean, that's that's as quality line as you're ever going to have. But the guys that are playing right now are just picking up where they left off. And, you know, in part because of Sell and Frannick, they're uh, carrying the ball and they're, they're reading the blocks. And I tell you, it's just been, well, honestly, you, you have a lopsided score like that against Bismarck High. You know you're doing something right. We're talking with, again, head football coach of the West Fargo Packers. That is Jay Gibson with us here on Prep Spotlight. And, uh, Jay, you're going up against West Fargo Cheyenne. Jason uh, Gullrap just comes off the stat sheet in those first two games against Bismarck Century and Bismarck Legacy. Cheyenne runs a little bit different of an offense than what you might see on a weekly basis. So how do you try to contain Jason and maybe some make someone else uh, beat you other than him, Jay? Well, you put all 11 guys on defense tackling him at once. I mean, <laughs> you can, and uh, of course you can't do that. But they run the veer. It's true option uh, type football. Uh, Georgia Southern runs it. I mean, there are just a whole bunch of programs across the country that are, you know, like college programs that do it also. And what you said is also true because you do not, there's not another option team that is in the state right now. Offenses cycle through, so they may come back. But this is the Bison Veer offense from the Rocky Hager days. And so you have to play option. When you play an option team, you have to play responsibility defense. Um, you assign people to the dive, you assign people to the quarterback, you assign people to pitch. And so far, the first two days or the three days we've been practicing this week, um, plenty of times people are doing what is not their assignment. And then if you do that against Cheyenne, they're going to they're gonna just eat you up. They are an offensive juggernaut. 
and and it's just a matter of just staying with it and and hoping you don't give them the big play. Galbraith gets in the open field; it's all over. He is smooth. He's a great running back. He's got good strength. I taught him in class last year, and he's a good student too. He's a really nice young man. He really makes them go. And then, of course, we, as a defense, you're going to put all of your resources to stopping him. And then the quarterback keeps it, and then they pitch the ball, and you see the rest of their offense. And so um, you you just have to stay focused. You have to learn responsibilities. And then, like you said, we won't do this for the rest of the year unless we would play them later in the playoffs because no other team runs this offense. Last thing for you, Jay, before you let you go with West Fargo, Sham being a fairly new school, but you have played them over the last couple of years. Does this game feel any different than going up against a, a de- uh, you know, against a Fargo North or going up against a Minot in terms of it's it's a school that's just a couple miles away from from West Fargo? And you mentioned uh, you you taught uh, one of one of their better players. So does it feel any any different once game week comes? Yeah, no, it's a big game though. There's you play South, you play North. We used to play Shanley. Um, anything that's within the metro area is big because you have a natural rivalry. Um, the guys are, some of them play on the same traveling basketball teams, you know, and they play other sports. So you, you're just competing all the time. So it's actually a little bit different than playing like Minot or Bismarck. It's, it, there's, you know, you're still going to get up for the game, but it's not like, um, you know, it's kind of like the Civil War here. You're, you're, you're got your cousins are wearing a different color because they live three blocks south of you. Um, but it's real exciting, and uh, you get real, you get real tense. Um, but the nerves, the, the the nerves go away as soon as you snap, or as soon as the opening kickoff goes. They just start playing football, and and that's about as good as you can get. And that's that's what a high school athletics are all about. Coach Gibson, we thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you on Friday night, and uh, best of luck against the Mustangs. Yep, thank you. That again was West Fargo Packer head coach Jay Gibson with us here on Prep Spotlight. And Brad, I asked you this question in the last segment, which was if you had to put your you know sunglasses on as a Mustang fan, what did you need to do to beat the Packers? Well, let's put your sunglasses on now as a Packer fan. What do you have to do well against the Mustangs? Well, you have to kind of shut down that option, play assignment football, and uh, and if you can establish that, and they really have the last couple of years in shutting them out, and see if you can uh, see if you can beat them with the big play, beat them over the top. And Andy Gravdahl's has done it with his legs and more so with his arm. If you can get you know Tanner Zapata or uh, Pistorius to the outside, get a big play early on, and that's uh, the big, biggest way to make a statement early. It's it, if West Fargo Shan can come out and pick off a victory over the West. Fargo Packers. I'm just telling the AD at West Fargo Shan, guard the goalpost. Guard the goalpost. We don't want a scene of Iowa and Minnesota in the Metrodome. Okay, it probably won't happen, but regardless, it would be a fun scene for the Mustang faithful to see. It's a note to Ross Richards. Uh, make sure you got him. Uh, make sure you got him locked, uh, locked on tight for Friday night. And if you're going to go to the game, probably get there early and enjoy some concessions, but also save a seat because that is going to be a rocking place. We'll have it for you right here on 740 The Fan. Brad Anderson's going to be on the call. I'm going to be walking the sidelines, Brad, so I'm going to get my steps in. And, and you're going to have a nice night too. I guess no rain, no lightning or anything. You should have a nice night. You, you might have the you might have the best vantage point of anybody. I was going to say I don't need to bring my waiters. <laughs> no, I think uh, after a couple of weeks of uh, battling some storms and some 
spots. It sounds like uh, Tutal has gotten us a nice forecast for Friday night. West Fargo at West Fargo, Shang. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. The game will be yours right here on 740 The Fan. Until next Wednesday, on behalf of uh, Brad Anderson, I'm Chase Miller. Thanks to Jeremy Newton and Jay Gibson for joining the program. This is Prep Spotlight. ESPN Radio is next on 740 The Fan.